everybody. Hello. We are here with boy oh boy conversations with Gray and JC Grayson. JC Grayson, it's been a while. It has. Just a little while, uh, a week and a half, basically, since the last time we sat down and we spoke together. This is true. Spoke a lot about Santa in a wheelchair. That was the primary focus. That was crazy. It was, it's still crazy, okay? Still shocking. And today, a week and a half later from the time of that recording, guess what? I've finally been united with my very own wheelchair no Santa. Way. As of a couple hours ago, Stephen gave me one. No way. I did Venmo him for it, but he he he's the one who bought it for me. Wow. I know. Very nice. Very nice. So I finally, guys, great conclusion. Happy conclusion the last week. Santa wheelchair. Well, he's mine. Beautiful. Thank you. But not the, oh, you already had the mouse. Yeah, the mouse has yeah. been on my tree, okay? Wow. This is not new news. But Grayson, I want to know all the new news that's, that's going on in your life. Jack. I'm back from South Carolina, but I've just worked and been sad. Been sad? Work. The work made you sad? Yeah. That is really, really devastating stuff. But my memory was just jogged, okay? Something that is not so sad, something that usually inspires the opposite of sadness, happiness, is, well, is connection with others. Um, and some people might find that connection in a romantic relationship, and I remember you had the the blossoming of a brand new potential romantic relationship with with Hinge Girl, who's scared of you or something. Oh, yeah. I asked her if she wanted to meet up on the 28th tomorrow. Yeah. That way I didn't have to wait until January this year. She messaged me, uh, like, today or yesterday. Yes. And I was like, I'm going to be in Dallas till the 30th. Oh. Well, that'll do it. And I was like, what the heck? We were what? supposed to meet up on the 20th. You're just like, yeah. That's devastating. I'm like, okay. Okay. So that could also be contributing to the sadness. I guess so. Well. That's tough. It's over. She hates me. That's, that's what it sounds like. Not the only woman in your life that hates you, though. No, there's one more pressing, and I'm hoping for a phone call from the other woman. More pressing? Me. I think so. Wow. Who's the woman that hates you right now? Alohi! Former host of Girl O oh Girl. She hates me. She she. Well, listen, I, I did get a text message earlier this week from Alohi asking if I'd like to join her and her twin sister and their friend, who I don't know the name of, for breakfast. Because they're going to be in town. Mahina's you know who wasn't invited? Uh, Steven? Me! Oh. Steven also wasn't invited. If that makes, makes you feel well, better. Well, Steven's going, so... Oh, she, well, I invited Steven, kind of. But listen, Alohi started the invitation with, like, I know Grayson won't be able to join us because it's Saturday, but do you want to get breakfast? And then in my head, I was like, oh, I thought Grayson was off from work, but I guess not. You are also a villain in this story. You should have known better. Well, listen, you told me a while ago that you only had three remaining days of work in, in this year, in this beautiful year of 2024. Sorry, 2023. I'm sorry. I don't know how I already made that mistake. And so I just figured there was some misunderstanding and that this But you Saturday, knew when my flight back was. Yeah. Why would I fly back on Friday? If I didn't have to work last Saturday. I don't know your work schedule. Maybe you have off one Why of these Why does Loki know my work schedule more? Probably because you always have to tell her no to things because you're working. That's crazy. Yeah, I guess so. But either way, you're open for breakfast, but you're without invite, which is a little sad for you. It's messed up. Well, we'll miss you at the breakfast. No, you won't. Oh, we'll probably talk a lot about you and be like, wow, 
If, if only, only Grayson were here. If only. If only he could have made he's it. working. Ah. Yeah. If only he could join us, but you know he can't, and that's sad. But we'll we'll live, we'll cope. You know. <clears throat> it's so messed up. Anything else making you sad? I don't know. Probably. Yeah, such as. I don't know. Oh shoot. Okay. Are you sad about Orlando trip? No, I'm pretty excited about that, but I'm terrified at the prospect of coming back from Orlando trip. Coming back fr- from from your vacation. Yeah. Why would that be terrifying? Well, Everyone because... loves the end of a vacation. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, I have been planning, you know, I I had the trip to South Carolina to visit my parents, and then I had this trip, and I have been saving up vacation time like all year, you know, just powering through, making sure I had all of it, and I just, I'm using all of it for, for this. a mega vacation. But that means when I come back, yes. I got nothing to look forward to. I don't even have vacation time. Well, I'm you just like going to be your, working. You like your coworkers at GameStop? Yeah. So you'll get to spend a lot of time with them. Sure will. Which is good. Uh, I hate the job, though. Oh, okay. Well, I, I hear you're you're up for a potential... Prom- I don't know how you can get higher than the face of GameStop, but I heard they were at least going to give you a raise or something. Maybe, but then my job gets worse. Shit. Yeah. That's all tough. It really is. Have you considered switching careers? So many times. Two? <laughs> I have no idea. Okay. Well, I mean, what are some of the possible considerations? Beats me. If it's been considered so many times, surely there was at least one alternative idea. Wilderness wild man. Wilderness wild. Okay. How about working at, uh, you know, uh, Animal Kingdom at Disney World? Well, that seems a little out of the way. Seems like a long commute. Well, you'd be opposed to moving to Orlando, Florida permanently? Probably. Okay. That's unfortunate. How about just working at a winery out in like the hill country here in here in Texas? I don't know if I could support my rent off of that. I don't know. I, this one girl I tattooed a couple times. She works at a winery and she's like the like the person like the, the right hand woman of the owners of the winery. And she, she's doing pretty well for herself. She definitely makes a lot more than either of us probably combined. I mean, but hear me out. She's our age. How many people are hiring right-hand man to the owner of the winery? Well, she's leaving because she got injured on the job. Oh. Yeah. Sounds like they have an opening. Or maybe it was off the job she got it. Either way, she stopped being able to walk. What? <laughs> so, so they were like, well, we need you. And she was like, well, I literally can't walk. And they were like, well, you can't do your job then. And she was like, yeah. Sorry. She was out of work for a while. I hear she's going to like Australia to work at a winery there, though. So good for her, you know. Or New Did Zealand. Did she regain the ability to walk? I believe so. Why didn't she just take her old job back? Because I think they had to fill it with her gone for like two months. That's fair. Yeah. So, I don't know. Wineries, though, an option. You could be out there making wines. In more your speed, you could look for an opening at a meadery. Those positions are probably more attainable. You know. Maybe. Granted, that girl, I think, had like a food science degree. Yeah, I don't got that. Well, huh. You could do like the finances for a meadery. I, I guess in theory. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be pretty fun. But I'm not really an accountant. They're probably looking for more of an accountant. Ugh, I guess so. I guess so. Other options, Grayson? Or is that it? We've run the well dry. That's pretty much it. That's That's really unfortunate. I'm so sorry to hear that. I am so, so sorry to hear that. We all know our dear sweet friend Stephen. He found a job, some, some miraculously found a job here in Austin, Texas, and he's been working his little heart out uh, for the past. You say that, but I, I don't think he does much of anything. 
he's he's been present his little heart out um, yep. at his job for the past few months. Put on parole at one point. I think still kind of on parole uh, or probation. Right? Same deal, you know? Mm-hmm. And he was telling me the story about when he left work the other day. He He was very hungry, and he had this one granola bar. But a homeless man approached him and asked him if he had any food. And Steven, instead of eating his granola bar, opted to give it to the homeless man, okay? Um, and then it left Steven hungry. And now Steven is considering buying stock of granola bars to keep on him just to give out to the homeless in general, which I think is a great plan. Very noble cause. Very noble. Um, I can't wait for him to start offering them to homeless people and then realizing the people are not at all homeless, you know? <laughs> it's, well, I was going to say it's probably more likely that he just does not see homeless people anymore and it ends up being he's offering granola bars to us. Mm, that's fair. That's fair. I like to think that one time he offers a granola bar to someone and the homeless man starts walking towards him and just throws his whole backpack down and leaves it to him, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I, I can see that happening. Also, Steven texted me even before that whole granola bar plan. He texted me earlier in the week about some homeless experience he had. And I don't know how he's having so many. He works in a really nice area of Austin. Like, there isn't that large of a homeless population. But he's texting me about them. And in in one of his texts, he unironically refers to a homeless person as a beggar. Which I just haven't heard in really ever, I don't think. A vagabond. Yeah, it, it just, it seemed very antiquated. And dehumanizing to call someone a beggar. Well, what are they doing? I mean, no. I mean, honestly, they may not have even been begging. They could have just been hanging out, looking homeless. Who's to say? I don't know. I, I think uh, Stephen might have been honest. Like, did they have a sign asking yeah, for things? Yeah, yeah, In which yeah. case, they are a beggar. I guess so. But I just feel like we're, we're past the point of referring to beggars as beggars. Why is it sounding less and less like a real word? It, it's one of those words that does have that effect, which is kind of sad. Um, we should move on. I you think know? so. I, I think so as well. I think so as well. Uh, a job that I've had since I was like 15, Grayson, is making all these action figure t-shirts. Which is wild to me. We all know the drill. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've, I've, I've done the – by, by doing the math. I, I've done the math now, and that really just means me looking at my account information on eBay, and it just tells me the numbers straight up. I've sold to over 2,000 separate customers in, in these years that I've been doing it, right? Which is a lot on one hand, but also not. It's been like eight years, right? Um, but 2,000 different people. That is a lot. Thank you. And with all those 2,000 different people, and I don't want to jinx this, you know, please knock on wood if you're listening. Uh, I've received, and please don't purchase something from me only to leave a negative review. I've received zero negative reviews in that entire time. And the longer it goes on, the more prideful I become. Because, like, after a couple years, it's like, oh, wow, good job, you know? But that many people in eight years in to have zero negative reviews, I think is something to, to be lauded, you know? That's pretty good. Thank you. Thank you very much. That's like you with, with GameStop, right? Zero no negative. negative reviews. Exactly. Exactly. So we're both killing it. Truly. Is what I'm hearing. There's no reason to be sad. This is all grounds for happiness. Right? No? Where's the sadness? Oh, who hates you? Alohi. Ah, shit. That and also hinge girl who's scared of you. Yeah. (sighs) Damn. Does Steven hate you? Probably not. Okay, that's good. Yeah. I think one of my coworkers, she doesn't hate me. She does this jokingly, but she's constantly talking about how much she hates me. Uh Uh-huh. It's crazy. Were you about to say it's annoying? I was about to say, but then I was like, it's really not that annoying. It's it's honestly kind of fun. 
uh-huh but it's like man it was so much today it was like constant it's like can we have a conversation do you think maybe it's just there is actual hatred there but by turning it into a bit it becomes a socially acceptable thing for her to express maybe do you think she's uh just complete what's it called a reaction formation is she just completely acting opposite to her real feelings she's madly in love with you probably not okay Mm, any other options i think she's just running with a bit running with a bit yeah and that's good you can run with bits yeah it was just a lot today yeah you could i mean do you have a bit in reverse like do you do you have anything with her no start calling her a whore i i think i would be reported <laughs> to hr really fast me how about slut same idea i don't think i go very far Ugh. i don't you can start calling her easy you know because then there's a bit of deny like plausible deniability you know no i meant easy to get along with easy going yeah yeah, yeah i think so grayson either you got to start up a bit in reverse okay mm. so you can make her realize how bad it feels it doesn't feel bad it's just it was just i a heard lot it feel, I, that's i mean we talked off no the i should podcast. probably report her to hr yeah yeah i know no, that's it's making this a hostile work environment that's the reason you feel so much sadness right now is yeah. well that hostile work environment so yeah. i'm sorry you have to go through that but again you're on vacation right now so let's not dwell on deal it deal with her you know today marks the beginning of your second vacation in a month yeah which is massive pretty pretty massive i'm a little terrified of vacation too not for it ending right like it'll end i'm used to it this will be the third year in a row where you ride the high of the vacation and then you come crashing down it just is what it is it's, it's par for the course what i'm more terrified about is the fact that the six of us are renting a car for when we're in orlando and i have to tell you grayson in the last two years there's been such an influx of florida license plates here on the roads of austin texas and i noticed them and I take note of them so frequently because they're always the most batshit drivers, okay? Like, they, either they're, they're going way too fast, acting way too recklessly, or they're an old person going 20 miles an hour on the highway. You know, this comes up, I, you know, when I'm talking with my clients at GameStop. Yeah. The ones from Florida seem to bring up the drivers quite frequently. <laughs> yeah. I think you might be onto something here. I think Florida might have a problem with their drivers. Like, I'm a little bit terrified. And again, that's based only off of the drivers with crossover of, like, who have visited Austin, Texas with their own cars, right? Mm -hmm. But it's just, it's not something I'm, I'm looking forward to. I'm a little terrified. That's fair. Yeah. Well, the good news is Hans. we're mostly using that to get back and forth between places. It's true. We won't have to deal with it for super long stretches. It's very true. And hopefully, ideally, we'll be able to take like the shuttles to and from the parks and stuff. So mm -hmm. all will hopefully go well. All will hopefully go well. We need to start looking at our, our Google Doc, though, and start making some more solid plans. There's that... What was so special about that McDonald's we're going to? It's like the biggest in the country. Really? It sells stuff like pizza. Damn. Okay, okay, okay. Yes, that's pretty massive. We got to go there. Uh, Gatorland, I think we're all still open to, aside from Bim, you know? But she can sit at home and pout while we all enjoy Gatorland. With Cracker Jacks? With Cracker Jacks. We're going to stock up on so many Cracker Jacks. We're going to feed them to the alligators. It's going to be fucking awesome, Okay. I assume there are alligators at Gatorland, but based on the photos, it's unlikely. Only crocodiles. Only crocodiles. I've only in, in the past six months or so learned the difference between alligators and crocodiles. And we, I think we talked about a crocodile 
earlier this week and how it like ripped off another one's arm and ate it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but crocodiles much more dangerous. Are they really? Yeah. There's apparently alligators you can get near, and as long as they're not like visibly aggressive, you know, you can just kind of hang out with them. Like people can swim around alligators and usually be fine. Apparently, it's like only if they are seen when aggressive, you should get away from them. Whereas a crocodile, it will almost always pursue you and try to attack you. That's wild. Yeah. I didn't know. Like I can visibly tell kind of the difference because one of them the crocodile is a little more rounded yeah, yeah, yeah and the alligator a little more pointy yes no other way crocodile is no. more pointy no no, no alligator is more pointy i promise not i did this research so within the past week and a half i am so very I, confident i pro- pull it up right now all right the alligators have the more rounded faces they're the ones that that guy in his all his instagram reels call swamp puppies because they look a little nicer and rounder um maybe they have like a more narrow nose like or like um, no, they, their whole face is, like, rounder and wider, uh, an alligator, because alligators are the kind ones, you know? I'm waiting for Grayson. I see him Googling on his brand new iPhone. This looks pointier to me than this one. The The bottom one? Yeah. The bottom one is pointier, right? Maybe we need a top-down, because I'm thinking top-down. We just agreed the bottom one was pointier. No, I think the top one's pointier. Oh. Yeah, top-down, I think, will definitely prove the point. Yeah. Grayson's searching. The one no, on, you're right. Yeah, yeah, I know yeah, I'm right. Spot on. I told you I did the research in the past week and a half. I'm I'm as confident as I can be. No, but we need on. this. We all need a crash course in this if we're going to Florida. This is true. You know, because I, I would have been going up to wait, which is the aggressive one? Crocodiles. I would have been going up to crocodiles and being all confused. Well, like legitimately, that's why I looked it up because like I when I learned crocodiles were more aggressive, I was like, oh, interesting. But then when I put it into the context of I am going to Florida, it was like, well. In case it does come up, it's valuable to know, you know? This is true. But even despite all that, remember that child that got eaten at Disney? What? That, you don't remember that little kid that got eaten I by I thought it, it was at, like, uh, one of the Disney hotels. I thought it, it was, was a resort on Disney's, okay. like, premises. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that one, um, that was, in fact, an alligator. So that kid was being a little... Well, I don't, I don't want to make any comments about the kid, but... I can't imagine his behavior was kind to the to the alligator, okay? Because it, it he did just didn't know snatch up and eat the little kid. Um, I don't know if it ate the little kid to be fair, but it at least killed it. Wait, tell me one more time. Crocodiles are the aggressive ones. Yes, and they're pointier and they're much bigger, usually. Okay. But alligators can be big, as big as a crocodile, but generally they're smaller. Okay. Yeah, and you can like walk around them and they'll be fine. You know, so you got it. No, no crocodile attacks. I just I think I'll avoid both of them. I mean yeah, that's that for the best. But do. like if you had to ha- if you had to pick or choose, like we go to Gator World and they're like, well, in order to make it in, you have to sit in a room for ten minutes with an alligator or a crocodile. We're picking the alligator. We are. Okay. We we'll send Bim to the crocodile room if she joins us. Turncoat that she is. Okay. Good plan. Thank you. Thank you. Um. So yeah, I'm terrified of the drivers. Terrified of alligators. Otherwise, is there anything else we're terrified for with with Florida trip? Mm, I think we're good. I think we're set. Yeah, we pretty much got this pinned down. Are we terrified if people don't like my Christmas gifts? You know, that'll be unfortunate. A little upsetting, but... Yeah, no, see, I I talked about... I think I told you I talked to Hans about this, how it's just unfair that we have to compete with you. I don't think my gifts that year are that remarkable, to be fair. Okay. You know? Like, I really like my BIM gift. You know the BIM gift. I've already forgotten the BIM okay, gift. Okay, well. We can go over it again. We, yeah, exactly, exactly. 
Um, but I don't know. I feel like it could be underwhelming. Like it was so underwhelming for Chargle that I was like, I need to get a last minute thing. So I added mm. a last minute thing to Chargle's gift when I was on Discord with Hans the other day. But I think everyone's gifts have, have pretty much all come together gray the gray. That's you know, good. I think so. I think so. Um, what what'd you get for Christmas? Because Christmas did pass. We're just talking about the, the Orlando Christmas gifts. Of yeah, course. yeah. The, the double Christmas, the secondary Christmas. I had Christmas early. I got a sweater. Wow. The sweater. sweater, baby. And then mostly just that's a lot a of nice money. That's a nice-looking sweater. Yeah, it's a good one. I like it. Mostly just a lot of money. Okay, that's good. Yeah. That's very, very good. This is the first boy-oh-boy oh Christmas where there's no gift exchange. This is true because we're doing it in Orlando. We are. We are. Well, also, we should bring our mic equipment to Orlando, too, because we're inevitably going to have to record an episode. Are we bringing, like, the actual mics then? Uh, it's probably better because my other mic does not work. Yeah, we <laughs> should do that just to be safe then. So we'll just bring all this shit. And we have six checked bags between the, the three of us. So That's why. I'm we'll not going to bring this bag. This bag's broken. Okay, I would recommend tired not of dealing. doing that. Well, I've been using it with the broken bag for like forever, and I'm just I'm, I'm done with it. I'm going to bring a smaller bag and That's then big just bring two smaller bags. That is very, very big of you. Um, but as far as my Christmas gifts go, Gray the Gray, all wonderful stuff, all wonderful stuff. Maybe the most notable thing that I got uh, was my mom got me this – it's my first wrestling action figure I've gotten in like forever, right? Mm -hmm. I've, I've pretty much fallen completely off of collecting them in the past like three years or so. Mm -hmm. And, but this was like one that I told her about and she got for me where it's uh, a replica. It's like an online exclusive for like a match that happened about a year and a half ago between CM Punk, the greatest professional wrestler of all time, you know, um, versus Maxwell Jacob Friedman, a wrestler that you like actually. He's the Jewish kid. Oh, yeah. I love that guy. The two of them Hilarious. fought in a dog collar match, and it was really bloody. And I so they, don't really know what that means. The, the, both men are wearing a dog collar around their neck, and there's a chain attaching it. And it's basically a normal match just with a chain attaching their two necks. Um, and they tend to get very, very vicious and bloody, you know? That's wild. Yeah. And... Uh, basically, they made an action figure set for that specific match, and like both of them are covered in blood, and like the packaging has like blood splatters all over it, and it's very, very cool. And it's like, because I, I, I really believed I was past the point of thinking action figures were cool, but I think this one's awesome. I put it up on t in my kitchen on top of like all the appliances. Whoa. I know. I know, but this can't start me back down the path of collecting, Grayson. I hope not. It can't. Well, because now you have like an actual income beyond making those little t shirts. It's true. That could be a problem pretty fast. It's, but what's so weird is that I started that little action figure t-shirt business with the intent of, oh my gosh, this will let me buy more action figures and like make custom action figures. And the moment I had money, I stopped being interested in collecting, you know? And it mm. became more passive where like if I got action figures as gifts, that'd be awesome, right? Mm -hmm. But I wasn't really buying myself any. Mm -hmm. And so... Who knows? Who knows? Who I, I, but you're right. I can't end up a Steven. JC, two things. Okay. One, I remembered another thing that I got while I was in South Carolina. I finally oh got a new phone. Yo! It wasn't a gift, but I got a new phone. Oh, not and a the gift. other thing. And I want you to take a look at this. A gift to yourself, the phone could have been. Yeah, a gift to myself. We'll Grace handed me a half brown and half red wooden box, it so, seems. Like a puzzle uh, almost. As you are aware, my grandfather, he died last year. God rest his soul. away. Yes. One of the traditions he had with all of his kids, so my mom and all of her siblings, was every year for Christmas, he would give them a puzzle box to do, and their gift was in the puzzle box, and it was Yo. just a check. That's cute, yeah. Um, and so they have, like, a whole collection of puzzle boxes. Well, with his passing, 
Uh, my parents decided to continue that tradition for my brother and I, so we both got a puzzle box, and I want to see if you can open it. Were you able to open it? Yep. Okay. Well, I'm going to set down my microphone. Will you do play-by-play commentary? I will do my best. Well, okay. Well, here we go. So, JC has gripped the box to give a brief description of what the box looks like. If you're familiar with a dovetail join in uh, carpentry, basically, where it splays out, and that's how the join works, it is a two-part box, a red portion and a kind of wood-colored portion, just normal stain, and they are joined by dovetail kind of joins on each side. So all four sides have these same joins on them um, connecting them. So I'd like to make a comment. Apart. Mm-hmm. I'm already struggling a little bit, right? Um, but you know how I tend to get frustrated with like computers and such when like things just like feel like they should be working and they aren't, right? Yep. I feel like I'm liable to just break this. Please don't. I mean, it's I just pretty don't know sturdy. what an acceptable amount of force is. It's pretty sturdy. Okay. Okay, I'm going to put my microphone back down. Sounds good. Now, JC so far has mostly just been attempting to kind of pull it apart and uh, separate it that way. It's not been successful thus far. Um, Now, barring ripping apart the wood, I don't think he's going to, you know, accomplish much with the method that he has chosen so far. Now, ideally, he does not just separate the wood. Um, He's now going in with his nail along the edges. I can't tell if he's trying, once again, to just rip apart the wood or if he's looking for some type of groove. That is unclear. Shaking it back and forth, there's a little clicking noise. I don't know if you can hear it on his mic. Still messing with it, flipping it around, turning it around, checking each side there. Not seeing anything yet. He's now trying to squish it together, push the two parts together, the red and the wood portion I together. I capitulate. You're done? Yeah, yeah, I don't know what to do. Okay, let me see if I remember how to do it. It was it, it was, it was odd. I don't, I don't know what to do. Oh, you just bang it? I could do that. Listen, if the key was just smashing it against the wall... Got it. Why yeah. didn't you tell me to use my as my full force? This would have been one of my first options. <laughs> I hate to tell you, you didn't get it. I'm sorry, JC. But the answer was legit just banging it? Yeah. Okay. I feel so good. Cause Why? my Well, because like my mind went there. I didn't want to break your grandfather's box. No, it wasn't my grandfather's. This was one that my parents picked out. Oh, I thought you said that he left a bunch of boxes. Yeah, but they're keeping their boxes. Mm, They got all their boxes. Because I already know how to solve all their boxes. I understand. But this one, you just bang. But yeah. Against your thigh, which is... You can bang it against anything, but... I feel like anything else would be more effective. A thigh is fleshy. You know, yeah, you just got it because there's a little ball. Basically, the two parts, they can slide apart because visibly you can tell you can't pull yeah. them apart. Like the joints don't make that possible, but you can slide them apart. But it's blocked by a tiny little ball bearing uh-huh. that's held between magnets. So what you got to do is you got to dislodge it from the magnet where it's in the uh, position where it keeps it from sliding. And you do that by just that banging it on something. And then you can slide it apart. Well, Grayson, you brought a prop to the podcast this week and I brought a few props of my own. You did. Also Christmas gifty. Okay. Oh, boy. Do you remember last year? Okay, it's unlikely, right, that you remember this. but Hardly at all. Do you remember last year when I came on this podcast and I said, Grayson, I need your help. I've received a Christmas card in the mail with a scratch-off in it. Oh, no. Addressed to me from a man I don't know. Oh, no. Has it, it happened again? It looks like, like oh, no. Chris Hushy or something is the name. And... um. This is the card I got last year. I brought it to jog your memory. Okay. Describe that for the audience. Keep calm and deck the halls. Looks like one of those posters that is just a parody of the old World War II British posters with a little. Very 2012. Yeah, very 2012. And then it's almost completely empty on the inside except for a handwritten note that says, JC, Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. Who's that from? (laughs) Chris Hushy. (laughs) 
Chris Hushi, Hushi. And that had a, 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 a scratch off with it last year that I lost, right? And I was considering if you send a scratch off as a gift, you can totally just scan it before you give it to someone, you know, and see if it won. But I hope he was more moral than that. One could only hope. Um, but that that was last year, and I came on this podcast, and I said, Grayson, who the fuck, is this our friend Hash? And we asked Hash, and Hash said no, right? And then we were left at a loss, like, who the fuck sent me this? And we kind of settled on maybe it's one of my customers from the action figure shirts. But even then, I remember going back through and searching, because you can search through, like, all your old customers and usernames and addresses and stuff. None matched Chris Hushy, and none matched the at the return address, Okay could be hustly maybe but 365 days have passed grayson okay <laughs> since i received that keep calm and deck the halls card um and i'd like to show you the envelope i received the other day in my mailbox um oh that's definitely hushy it's definitely chris or hushy Hussly? or husby 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 could be it um but you know what this really concerned me about is that for my action figure business I don't put my name. Um, this is marked JC Cola. It's my first full and last name. Is the accent mark on there or no? No accent no mark. No accent mark. Okay, so they don't know me that well. But they know my first and last legal name, which my customers from the Action Figure shirts wouldn't know. So that's good to cross off that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and this was the card oh boy. <laughs> inside if you'd like to read it. Was there an additional scratch off? There was no scratch off this year. Okay, so just a card. They think less of me. This one pretty much a blank white card except there's a wreath on the on the front they're uh-huh. very they're elaborate wreath. it's honestly a pretty looking card also notable notable too before we even get to this card with the wreath on it is that last year's card i got in the mail from this stranger a suit presumably a stranger was marked from dallas texas this year it's marked from argyle texas which is just north of they've dallas moved. they've moved they've moved within like 30 minutes all right, so this one is not a blank on the inside. This one actually has like a, a pre-written thing. This one says, wishing you a beautiful holiday season and a new year of peace and happiness. And then here, <laughs> this is odd because, so where it says JC, like the opening of the card, it looks as though they were writing a different name and then just wrote JC over the top of it. Uh-huh. I'm inclined because I, I see like an N and then an A. But the weird thing is the N kind of merges with the J, so they turn the N into the J, but then they wrote an A over on top of the A. But it does say my name. Right. I think they were spelling, like, Nancy. Maybe? I see Nancy under Maybe? there. Because I Maybe? see N-A, and then that looks like it could be an N there. Personally, I don't know any Nancy's. C-Y. But Chris Hushy, he may. He may. This one says, Merry Christmas. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> and Happy New Year. All normal stuff. <laughs> where, wait, wait, wait. Before we get to the next part of that, that little writing, where, where, where was this uh, envelope addressed to? Well, to your address here in Texas. Yeah, my home in Austin. Okay, what's it say? I can't even read it. Hope Arkansas is treating you well. Signed, Chris. You sent it to Austin, Texas. Chris is hilarious. For a second, I thought, do they mean Omaha, Nebraska? Because like, I was there for a few days. Chris I've never, I haven't person. told any Chris's. I love Chris. That I know that. It's so, I, I just don't know Gray the Gray. Um, 
but Chris Husby, and the reason I say Husby, okay, because I've done a lot of thinking, a lot of contemplating about where these cards could have come from, okay? Mm -hmm. My first inclination was, okay, this has to be that motherfucker Hash. Because what other, I think that's his real shoot name is Chris, but I don't even remember that at this point. I think it's his real name. And he's he moved to Arkansas, from Dallas. And that was my thought. I'm like, he must be fucking with me. And this is like his way of revealing it because he wrote down, hope you're enjoying Arkansas. And so I message Hash on Discord and I say, Hash, please tell me you are the person sending me these Christmas cards. And uh, Hash replies, no, not me. Um, and I responded, okay, but hear me out. Didn't you just move recently? The, 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 the card said that they hope I enjoy Arkansas, question mark, question mark. And that's when uh, Hash informed me that he moved to Indiana. <laughs> um, you know what? fair enough which uh, yeah so that kind of crossed that out in my mind and this is the second year of hash denying it um and it so, so also i think hash might hate me because all of his responses were very curt and short and frank um and i'm used to like having like actual like i think little mini conversations with him so i think he despises me ever since we we tried rescheduling with him back during the summer which is Probably. tough, you know? Um, but either way, he's not Chris Husby or Hushy or whatever, it Hustly. And then my head went back to thinking, if it's not Hash, who could this be? And the name Husby really stuck with me because it, 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 it reminds me of something, okay? It, like, it feels so familiar. And so I went onto my eBay account and I searched again, even though all signs point to it's not from eBay, I searched for a Husby anywhere. And there just wasn't one. And I say, I know I've seen that last name before. So I pull up my email and I'm like, okay, let me search for it here. And Grayson, when I typed in Husby, there was one search result. It was from the, the people that run my, my, my IRA and my retirement plan. Oh my goodness. Um, and I'm like, holy shit, this would make sense. They're based out of Texas, this retirement plan. I thought it was Houston, Texas, but even still, it's Texas, okay? And it's somewhere in this PDF, the name Husby. And I'm going through and I'm going through and I finally see it. The financial representative of mine is none other than John Husby. What? So it's not even that. <laughs> so I still don't know. That's, that's, I, I'm out of ideas. I just... Listen, it is not uncommon for like a financial representative to send cards to all their clients. Like, yeah, the holiday card that would have been perfectly normal. This is insane. It's not them. <laughs> I'm at a loss. I don't. Also, it feels like it's maybe a little immoral of my financial representative to send, send you a scratch off. off. So I just don't know what to do. I don't know how to go forward, Grayson. Who is Chris Hushy? Are they a listener to the podcast? Because they know my first name and last name if they are a listener to the podcast they're my favorite listener now forget everyone else chris you're the greatest this is the best bit ever keep it up i look forward to your card next year i, I i'm sure i'm gonna get one but why do they why do they think i'm in arkansas have you considered sending a card back <laughs> i haven't i really haven't that's but what not if you did a bad idea should i send them a valentine's day card that's Please. the next holiday, I think. I, I mean, I feel like that's the only option, Grayson. 
Maybe we can have a pen pal. The podcast can have a pen pal. Oh, that sounds fantastic. It really does. Um, but I, I really am at a loss. You know? Do you have any guesses? No. <laughs> I don't know how you possibly could. But that's where I'm at. If we're scraping the bottom of the barrel of like, I had one email from a financial planner uh-huh. that I never spoke to. But you know that that feeling you had when I told you I saw it in my email from the financial plan and you were like, oh, like obviously, right? Like yeah. that I had the same feeling <laughs> when I when I clicked on it. I was like, oh, this is going to be so underwhelming for the podcast. It wasn't. So, shit. Still an unknown. I hope to get to the bottom of it one day, but we're just not there yet. Okay? Well, the question becomes, let's say it is a listener. Okay. Because I feel like that's our best hypothesis <laughs> as of now. Yeah. Like, at this point, that we're just scraping the bottom of the barrel. That is our best theory. How did they get your address? I've talked about that voteref.com before on the podcast. Mm. That the one where you can just find any American citizen within like 46 states address. Um, That'll do it. Could. Even though I think my parents' address is where I'm registered to vote. Uh, so I guess I wouldn't do it. No. I mean, maybe just like they messaged Steven and Steven was like, oh yeah, I know Chris. Let me send it to him. <laughs> <laughs> I, but I, I really just don't know Grayson. Um. Hopefully we figure it out. What if it's Steven? Uh, holy shit, Grayson. You just said, what if it's Steven? And I looked down at my phone and Steven just messaged me the word yes. <laughs> as you said that. <laughs> I, that's a whole nother prop for the podcast, though, the reason Steven's messaging me. Oh, I don't want to talk about his prop. It's just sitting there. Steven made corn for his family on Christmas and he had leftover corn. And he asked if I wanted to try it on the podcast. And I was like, I will if you want us to. And he was like, yeah, I'll give you a prop for the podcast. I'll give you content. And I said, thanks, Stephen. And he handed me a little Tupperware of corn. What if, if Stephen is Chris? What if St- I don't think. Stephen couldn't think of It seems like out this. of character. You know? And we should start doing this to someone else, though, in our life. You know, who does not listen to the podcast. 110% yes. Like just to the Galarson family. Just send them a a randomly addressed envelope. You know, but I, yeah, we have corn from Steven is the point. The great thing is we could do this to like many people. It's true. It's, we could just do it to actual strangers, you know? No. We could send out flyers for the podcast to actually just strangers as well. We could. You know? Well, that seems like I don't know if we can. No, I don't know. I always get ads in the mail, like "Hey, spend get a credit card from Best Buy or Lowe's." But aren't there like aren't there like rules around that? I mean, who's gonna check? Honestly, true. Thank you. We'll just send scratch-offs on each one. Oh yeah. Well, the question I asked Stephen that he responded yes to was whether or not we need to heat it up. He said yes. Oh my goodness. To, to heating up the corn. So what are we doing then? Do we put a pause? I go d- heat it up. We'll just. We'll eat it after the podcast, and we'll update everyone next week or something. We'll do We're a live forget. reveal. We'll do a live reveal in Florida with Steven. No, present. no. Let's let's. We'll put a pause. Oh my goodness gracious! Grayson's gonna go make the Out corn. Out of respect for Steven, he says, "We'll be back." Hey guys, we're back. Yep, we have the corn heated up. I was gonna provide a little bit more context before we we eat the corn, and that's that Steven told me his mom did complain about it. <laughs> Um, not having enough salt. Uh, and I was under the impression at the time that this was from Rudy's, uh, 
a barbecue place near our homes. Well, it looks like sweet corn. Yeah, but it is sweet corn. Absolutely. That's what Ruby sorry, cream corn. The exact same deal. Um, But Steven did inform me that this was his own. His mom complained about it. But he's proud enough to have us try it on the podcast or just wants us dead. And this could very well um, just be the most poisoned food you've ever, ever seen, Gray the Gray. Did it seem that way when you microwaved it? No. Any toxic, any toxicity? No. Look normal? Okay, well, I'll give it a a nice little try. Mmm. It just, it, it looks like just corn from a can but with like icing on it you know it looks like corn from a can but like the juice that the corn normally sits in is just white for some reason he came in it is the clear clear there's no poison he just wants us to eat cum and i wouldn't put it past him but that also wouldn't work with the theory that it wasn't salty unless steven's cum is just salt unless it's a very elaborate lie he made that special just for us Okay, now I'll let you try it. I don't know if I want to after that comment. I have a, I or do have a comment your spoon. for. Oh, sorry, take it out. Yeah, because I already got a spoon. Okay, um, I've taken out my spoon. Um, from the, from the Stephen product, and I have a comment. Grace has now taken his own spoonful. That can you put it back on? I don't want more. Um, have you ever had kids' cuisine before, Grayson? Yeah, I feel like it tastes a lot like kids' cuisine corn. Like almost identical. Cause that's, it just tastes like corn. But I think obviously a little more cream. Like it's not sweet, you know? Like I'm used to cream corn being like Pretty very sweet. like, yeah, you know? But it, I guess that's maybe my point is that it just tastes like plain corn. It's not bad. It's just corn. And there's probably a lot of butter in it. So, that's all butter. And you can't even justify it with the taste this time. You ask that boy to make butter pasta, it'll be amazing. You know? Take a few years off your life, but amazing. Mm. This is corn. It is corn. I'm so sorry to be so underwhelming, Stephen. I hate to say it. I kind of agree with his mom. Sort of needs salt. Needs something. You know? Yeah. Because I'd argue it doesn't... Like, it tastes like just corn, but not like corn out of a can. It Like, there's definitely something else going on. Yeah. But not enough else going on. Steven, we trust you to give it another shot next year, okay? Maybe with some more salt or something. Like, it's not so bad I'm not willing to try it again in the future. Yeah, it's pretty good. You know? It's corn. Like, if someone served this to me at Thanksgiving or Christmas, I'd be like, oh, cool, thanks. I wouldn't complain, but I'd be like, why didn't we get Rudy's? My grandpa has a Vietnam discount, you know? See, I wouldn't have that comment. I would just be like, thank you. Thank you for the corn. That is very, very, very valid. Um. But cool props this week on Boy Oh Boy. <laughs> really, truly. You know? I, I tend to think so. I tend to think so. One prop I don't have that I wish I did this week, Grayson, is a tube sock. You got any tube socks laying around? I don't think so. You ever heard of a tube sock? Are they just like long socks? Apparently. That's what I learned. I, I wear pretty long socks. Yeah, I, I bet that would be considered a tube sock, what you're wearing right now. The thing is, I have an uncle who is Parkinson's, right? You know my uncle Parkinson's, right? You've met him. You played wiffle ball with him. Sure did. Well, you when that was the only we on. Knew. Well, was it? It was. I remember for most of that trip, people just joking about how his like movement was all crazy and like he moved weirdly slow and like stiff. Yeah, almost like early onset early onset. Time. Yeah, 
Yeah. Well, later that year, we learn, well, it was, in fact, Parkinson's in its early onset. Um, it's been a few years later now, and that uncle has made the trip out to uh, San Antonio, Texas, to spend it, uh, spend Christmas, rather, with my family. You know, him, his wife, their kid. So your mom was at the airport. Well, she, I mean, no, my dad actually picked him up from the airport, mm. um, which is was very kind of him. They booked their flight for uh, to arrive at like 7 a.m. Uh, on a Saturday. But the thing is that flight was in Austin, Texas. So my dad had to drive there at like 4.30 a.m. to be there in time. What the heck? That's exactly right. And also it was the night after my mom's yearly Christmas party um, that usually goes until 3, 4 a.m. So my dad did not get any rest. But Poor guy. They did show up. They, they've spent Christmas now with my family. They're going to be there through the new year. And one of the things – and I, I talked about my uncle recently with like how my mom was concerned he was developing DID, dissociative identity disorder. And I have no updates as far as that goes, right? However, the Parkinson's can confirm definitely showing signs of even uh more deterred movement uh a little like slower like cog not cognitive function per se but like it's a lot slower to have a conversation right and harder to like hear words and everything mm -hmm. you know this is par for the course par for the course um but one of the few conversations i did have with him like a full conversation um and i had this conversation a few times with him and by nature of being in a group setting and just witnessing him talking to other people. He had this conversation with other people. Um, and he it was about how... Well, it was about tube socks. And it was about how... I forgot where this started. Yeah, we, we've yeah. taken such a long detour <laughs> once again in one of your stories that it's I forgot where we started. Tube socks, Grayson. Okay. And about how my cousin Andy, who's I went to his wedding last year. You know, I remember like, Andy. Yeah, he's like, oh yeah, you met Andy. Well, he got married, right? I recall he was engaged when I met him. Exactly, exactly. Well, before he was engaged, he was a, you know, uh, young, dumb, full of cum teenage boy, you know? It is, that's relevant to the story. Oh, <laughs> that's, so. I swear. Um, and uh, apparently they hired a cleaner or something at one point to come over to their house. Or maybe it was a construction worker. Yeah, was, I think it was construction. And they needed to, like, get behind the bed in Andy's room. And I, I shouldn't have name dropped my cousin here. I should have just said my cousin. But they had to move his bed. And when they Andy's did, bed. Andy's bed. And when this worker did, they lifted up something. And they were like, what is this? They asked my uncle. And my uncle stands there in the doorway. And apparently he busts out laughing because it is a cum-filled tube sock. <laughs> okay? <laughs> just a stiff sock. Yeah. Like, incredibly solid tube sock. Um, I mean... At least I, my, you know, connection that I make in my head, my inference is that it, well, it's jism, right? And so my my uncle has told this story a few times since he's been in town. And at one point during a game that we were all playing, he just looked at me and said, how many tube socks have you destroyed? <laughs> and I looked at him because this was like the first, my introduction to the whole tube sock thing. I said, I don't think I know what a tube sock is. And he found that so funny. Um... And then he kept bringing it up, like, throughout the night as, like, other games were played. And as, like, the company started to dwindle and people were leaving. And at one point, his wife, my aunt, asked, why do you – what is this fixation you have on tube socks? And I looked at her and was like, that is such a good question because it's been brought up so many times. And my mom chimed in with something to the effect of, like, it's almost like it was a core memory, like, trying to, like, get us to stop talking about it. And then it clicked for me. 
that I guess, yeah, with his cognitive function declining and memories all kind of fading. The That's all he has left. <laughs> is one of the primary memories left. Um, oh, that's so sad. Which, because he's still, like, there. You can have a conversation. He hasn't, like, forgotten, like, a ton of stuff, right? Mm -hmm. But this is at the forefront. It's crazy to think that that's going to be the thing that lingers. I mean, it seems like it would be at this point, you know? It, it seems like it will. And good for him. He finds it funny. Okay? And I found it funny, too. You know? you know, in all of that, it seems he has held on to a really solid sense of humor. So yeah. power to him. Just the... <laughs> he really truly has also have you ever played the game left right center no i hadn't either until my holiday christmas party this year and my mom had like us play it a few times when we were down there but basically everyone puts in three dollars right and you roll a die and if the die lands on a dot you keep your money if it lands on an l you pass it to the person on your left an r you pass it to the right a c you put it in the center kind of like you know the center in monopoly right mm -hmm. like the whatever that's called the jackpot and you keep rolling until everyone's out of money aside from one person, and that person gets all the money from all the people in the game. Does that all kind of make sense? I think so. Rolling dice, you pass money around. Just bad gambling. That's it. Yeah, essentially. Very – like a kid could play it, right? Um, and that was the one game my uncle did win, um, which in his state, the fact that he could have won any game is remarkable. Um, but he killed it. You know, What a he guy. He nailed it. So shouts out to him. What's crazier is he won every time. You think in a game of <laughs> random chance uh -huh. someone else would win, but no. Uh-huh. But my mom's Christmas party, the Eve of Eve party before they all arrived, it was like one of the first ones I've ever actually attended as a guest. Usually I'm upstairs in my room ignoring it, or I'm just trying to be out of the house so I'm not around it, okay? But now, as a fellow drinker, I can join my family in their alcoholism wow. and enjoy the Eve of Christmas Eve party. And I even brought... My beautiful, beautiful girlfriend alongside with me. She drove. Well, I didn't bring her. She drove down separately because I was already down in San Antonio. You remember Eileen Omar? Of course, I remember. Quick Ailey little Omar. tangent. The guy asked me the other day, "Hey, is Gigi's girlfriend real?" <laughs> I just, I, I really can't imagine the guy with a girlfriend. I was like, "Yeah, they've been dating for like forever." Eileen Omar is one to fucking talk. Okay, <laughs> I just, I was the one person after I met him where I was like, "Cool guy." The, the commentary otherwise was not the same, Ailey Omar. <laughs> so let's just put you in your place real quick. Um, but Brandy did join my family for Eve of Christmas Eve. It was a wonderful, wonderful time. There was like this white elephant. You know how white elephants work, right? Yep. Okay, good. Because you don't. <laughs> yeah, I struggle with all those gift exchanges. If it isn't just a traditional here's a gift. I have a hard time, right? I can it's doubt, tough. Yeah. But White Elephant happened. I got to participate. I had to go out last minute and like put together a gift. Uh, mine that I put together consisted of, and I had all the advice from my parents because they've been doing this for years and years and years. And they were like, hey, if you want a gift someone's going to actually want, have liquor in it and have a scratch off in it. So I, I got some Christmassy looking liquor. I got a $5 scratch off and I got a wheelchair, a black wheelchair Santa from Target. Darn right. And that was my uh, White Elephant. Um, but the the one that I received, I was actually stoked to get no liquor, no scratch-offs. It was just a board game. But it was a board game I had played before. It was Hughes and Cues. I thought you were about to say Splendor, and I almost got excited. <laughs> that would have been sick as fuck. No, have you ever played Hughes and Cues? Nope. 
I only played it for the first time like a couple weeks Wait, ago. Wait, is Hues and Cues the one where you have to pick the color? Yeah, and you have to like describe mm, it, and I've people have to that. place their. It's it's pretty fun for like the first forty five minutes, and then it's like okay, we're just saying the same shit over and over again. Mm -hmm. But it's initially very fun, you know. Mm -hmm. And maybe if you made a rule where it's like you can never reuse a word, or like you know, and you always have to come up with something unique, it could be a bit better. Um, but very fun, and now I own it, so I was pumped about it, you know. And Brandy got some canteen and liquor and some probably a scratch off to be honest um from Arelli. did you ever meet Arelli? i don't know i don't think so no oh, that's so sad Arelli's great uh, bestie was there too by the way you know bestie so, well i've never met bestie well you've never met him but you i'm know aware bestie. of bestie yeah, yeah, yeah you're you're generally aware of him um but bestie was in fact there everyone was out wow. okay i know i know it's a very very big deal but yeah, hues and cues, basically you have a big ass board and the board is separated into a bunch of like squares that make up the color spectrum, you know? Mm -hmm. And then you draw a card with four options of colors and you pick one and you have to describe it to people with one word without saying the color, obviously. And then everyone picks one of the squares and then you give them a second hint and they pick another square. And then you put like a little like pathfinder like around the actual one and then if you're in the vicinity, you get points. It's cool. It's a cute little game, mm -hmm. you know? But I own it now. Now the only game I own isn't just Scrabble. Wow. So this is pretty massive. That is a big deal. Mm -hmm. I also want to get the game Sequence. I played that a bunch when I was um, home with, with family. Have you ever played Sequence? I've heard of it. I don't think I've played it. It's, it's, it's decently fun. It's a bit of luck, but it's kind of like Connect 4, but it's Connect 5, and you can have teams. And it's a more luck and strategy, you know? It's yeah. Okay, but this is already something very different than what I thought. I thought. Sequence, okay, okay. So it's, it's not even worth explaining. Just cause it's very easy to pick up. Like you could watch people play it for two seconds and realize how it's done. Mm -hmm. um, but to describe it with words is just not Fair. not going to happen. Um, but I want to get that. I need to pick that up soon because I, I don't know how much room I'm going to have in my my suitcases to bring to Orlando. But I figure bringing some board games is probably a smart idea, right? Well, we'll definitely want something to do when we have Harry Potter Day. It's true. It's true. Like, Super Fight, always a great time. You know? Maybe you disagree because you think you should always win. Um, but Because I should. Oh, okay. My bad. And My I bad. always do. Um, no cigars this year is what I hope for, though. I really took you and Charcoal out of commission. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I won't bring a cigar. <laughs> that's, that's for the best. That... Is for the best. Um, also, Grayson, I, I just mentioned my, my Scrabble collection, right? Uh, and how it's like the only game I have. But to my name, I own three different versions of Scrabble, right? So much Scrabble. So much Scrabble. Two of them are deluxe turntable editions. One that's worth hundreds of dollars from like 30 years ago. And the other, the more recent version of it, that will one day be worth hundreds of dollars, I imagine. And the other is just straight up regular Hasbro Scrabble, you know? Mm-hmm. But I have been for months and months and months telling everyone in my life, I want bookshelf uh, Scrabble. I want Scrabble bookshelf edition. You've seen it, right? Yeah, I think you showed me a picture. Okay, I think it looks sick as hell, right? And I never got it. Never gotten it from anyone. I've made it very clear I want this. Brandy's the one who brought it, like, put it in my, 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 my view. She's the one who brought it to my attention. Not to give you a spoiler, I also do not have it I for would you. believe it. I would believe it. But Brandy's never gotten it me for a gift. Gotten it for me as a gift that includes Valentine's Day, birthdays, Christmas, all that stuff, anniversary, right? 
And I've told my mom about it. My mom loves Scrabble. She's the reason I love Scrabble. I told her. And actually, I got it for her for Christmas, right? <gasps> and when at one point, I was on Amazon in the past few weeks, and I saw Scrabble Bookshelf Edition in her cart on Amazon. And I thought to myself, okay, finally someone's getting it for me. Sucks I had a gift spoiled, but finally I'm getting it. I'm now a boy three days removed from Christmas, and I never opened Scrabble Bookshelf Edition. She never got it for me. <laughs> so what so the funny. fuck? <laughs> That's so funny. I need to buy it before it goes out of print, okay? Like, I just, it's really messed up. It's, not to complain, I got wonderful gifts. Every time I've gotten wonderful gifts. But people always complain to me, you're so hard to shop for, I don't know what to get you. If you paid fucking attention, okay, it's not that hard. I'll order it right now. <laughs> order it right now? Yeah. I think it's okay. Didn't you already get me Christmas gift? Yep. Gray the Gray. Let Chris Hushy get it for me, okay? Nope. Grayson, let Chris Husby. Let Eileen Omar get it for me as reparations for his mean, mean comment. Scrabble bookshelf edition. Gray the Gray. This is messed up. Which one is it? What do you mean which one? I feel like there's only one. What the fuck is that thing below it? <laughs> no. Yeah, the one that looks like Scrabble Bookshelf Edition. This. That would be the one. Okay. You showed me like a box set with Monopoly in it. Why did you think that was Scrabble? Oh, I just put in Scrabble Bookshelf Edition and I didn't really look. I just mm. didn't even tell me. I understand. I understand. Um, but Gray the Gray, this is this is egregious. This is outrageous. It'll show up in January. It's already been ordered? I hope it doesn't arrive while you're gone. It will, but it'll be at my uh, facility. Your facility? My facility. Like the fetch one? Yep. Do you tell fetch when to bring it to you? Yep. Really? Yeah. I always thought it was fetch just brings it straight away. I have little windows, so I can set it so that they bring it straight oh, away, okay. or I can set it to do it at a certain time. Yeah. Fetch is about to do a bunch of layoffs. Uh, I learned from one of their employees the other day when I was tattooing them. So... Prepare for it to become even less effective of a service, Grayson. Oh, very cool. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Well, thank you so much for that. The one thing you have to promise me. Yes. You never make me play it with you. <laughs> I mean, I, I will never make you play it with me. Okay. But also, this is more of an aesthetic Scrabble, right? The Scrabbles I play are the turntables, right? Because of the functionality, you know? But like my flat, regular Scrabble... I don't use. The only time I've used that was on our trip last year because it was so portable. Mm -hmm, and this mm -hmm. one will be quite portable. It's the size of a book, you know? So, and also, you've played a good deal of Scrabble with me by choice, you know? This is true. It's true. It's true. I, I would be very impressed with myself if I could force you, phys physically force you to play Scrabble, you know? I feel like you could talk me into it. Talk you, be like crazy. Emotionally manipulate. This will be a great time. Okay, I won't talk to you anymore if you don't play with me. Right. I'm ending the podcast. I'm replacing you on the I'm getting Ali Omar as my new co-host. That feels I was like a, a net detriment of, to you, actually. That Well, no, listen. I was a big fan of tequila myself. Okay? Isn't Sorry, tequila myself. Still running. Huh? Are they still doing that? I don't think they are. I don't I don't. I'm honestly really impressed I remember the name. That's That goes to show how good of a name it was. Truly. It was that catchy, so shout out to them for that. Um, what happened to Emmy Wee? Is she still doing shit? Yeah, she's still around. Good for her. Good. What happened to Sarah Ramil? Sarimi, is she still doing shit? <laughs> yeah, she's still doing. Oh, good, good, good. That's so, so great to know. We need to have a conversation because the last time we talked to her, she told me all about how she loves Survivor, and I'd never seen any of it. 
I've now watched a season of Survivor, and it was awesome, Grayson. Okay? Wow. It was a great time. It was a really, really wonderful time. But let me look at my list to see what else we have going on, Grayson. Um, oh, I, I do know something else that's been going on. In the past few months, I've been looking at myself in the mirror recently. Oh, that was already covered in the last few months part. The recently was useless. I've been I've been looking at myself in the mirror on a daily like the, basis. I feel like anything with a premise of this normally does not end well for JC. Like when you start something with, I've been looking at myself in the mirror. Yeah. Normally, that's not followed up by a good thing. Anything involving self-image in JC is not going positive places, right? Yeah, that's why I'm a little worried. But I, I've been looking at myself, and I've been noticing a trend, and that's and maybe it's all in my head, but I sincerely doubt it. I've been noticing that I think my hairline is, you know, running backwards. I oh, I, no. I think it's going up my head. I think my hair is leaving me, and I've always been a little uh, convinced that wouldn't happen because it's always been like, oh, no, your, your grandfather had a good hairline. Your dad has a good... Well, apparently I don't, okay? I think my hairline's receding. It's a tough, tough time in the life of JC, right? You know? And uh, it's just been something I've been noticing, but not really wanting to like actually think or say out loud because, you know, I don't want that to become a self-fulfilling prophecy. Right. I don't want my head to hear it. But when I'm home in Texas, I finally oh, no. ha have the, the fortitude to, to muster the question to my family. I say it at dinner with my, my mom, dad, and my sister at Papa Nacho's, I say. And your Parkinson's ridden uncle. He was not there Oh, at the time, unfortunately. He um, said, yeah, it's falling out like that doof sock fell out of the oh, back of the bed. shit. And fell out of the bed? That's crazy. Oh. It was stuffed in between the, the bed frame and the mattress? Yeah. That's wild. Um, but listen, I ask them, and my mom's like, no. Like, looks very confused. I'm like, no, it, it does not look like that. And then my sister pipes in and she says, well, actually, JC, I was just thinking that when you were here for Thanksgiving break, I didn't say anything at the time, but it did like it looked like your hair was starting to go. And I was like, oh, my God, thank you so much for the honesty, Zoe. I do appreciate this. And I asked a few more people since then, you know, other people in my life, like the, the grandmother of my nieces and my nephew. I asked DJ, um, a whole bunch of people. And DJ wasn't so harsh, but the, the grandmother of your niece, isn't that just your mom? No, it's the other side, the dead oh, dad's yeah, side. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. The dead dad's mom, you know? Yeah. But she's cute. been there throughout like my entire life, right? Since I was like six or seven. Mm -hmm. And so I say, hey, you've known me my whole life. Is my hairline going? And she's like, I don't think so. And I pulled my hair back. She's like, oh, well, yeah, kind of. And all this is very sad, right? What did DJ say? DJ said, you want to go to Turkey? I'll go to Turkey with you. See, that's the great thing about DJ. He's a man with solutions. It's true. When you bring a problem to him, he's not like, yeah, that problem exists. He's like, mm -hmm. yeah, the problem exists. Let's get this fixed. He got We're into a fight Turkey. with my grandfather on on Christmas Day. Um, not like he was doing fine. He was so normal. like, But he just agitates my grandfather so severely. I love that or so Basically, much. like DJ was talking about how he wants to go into business with me where he'll like quote unquote license me or like be my backer and he'll start doing like, you know, all that teeth bejeweling that's become really popular. What? It's like people just get like shitty looking jewels, like stuck to their teeth. Right. With adhesive. Not really. Okay. okay. Well, it's, it's the trend that's happening right now. And DJ was like, I want to do this. Can I do this out of your apartment? And I'm like, absolutely DJ. Um, and he's like, okay, but hear me out when I leave. And so to become an actual dentist, I can go ahead and teach you how to do it. 
And then you can do it and be like, you're backed by an actual dentist, right? Like an actual dentist trained you, mm -hmm. uh, but I'll get whatever percentage of all the things you do. And I'm like, okay, I'm so down. And then he starts pitching it to my grandfather. I was like, do you want to become an investor? <laughs> and my grandfather got so, so angry with the conversation um, and made it very clear that my grandfather trusted me, but not DJ. <laughs> um, oh, it's so funny. Yeah. I love because like TJ did not want him as an investor. No. He just wanted to hear it. <laughs> it's so genius. I feel like DJ was brought into your family's life exclusively for the reason of infuriating your grandfather, and mm -hmm. I adore it. It's great. But the thing is they are so alike too. True. Like, they are really the same person. And I will watch interactions between DJ and my sister, and I will say to Zoe, Zoe, that's that's grandpa. What he just did, that's grandpa. You know that, right? And she's like, no, everyone sees it. Yeah. Okay. Um, but okay, okay, okay. Where, where was all this based on? Oh, my hairline. Basically, right. my mom was like, JC, don't you fret. You know the Black Friday store I go to all the time. Forever ago, I found this $100 hair revival rejuvenation product um, if you want it. And so she gave it to me. And at first I was skeptical because I was like, I, it's what I don't need in my life is a hair product that costs $100 that I'm going to have to buy every two months, you know? Mm -hmm. um, but this is an important thing. If there's something to spend $100 on every couple months. Keeping your hair is a pretty good one. I'd say that's pretty valid because it's not just like, oh, it adds volume. No, it it's the, the life blood of JC, you know? And so I, I think it could be justified, and I've started using it. Basically, there's a little pipette. You, you squirt some along your hairline and along your, your hair part, and then you massage it into your scalp. You do that once a day, uh, and it's supposed to have these, these rejuvenating effects. It's called like a cold press serum, and it has... Uh, oh, Is it minoxidil? No, it, it's called... I, I, and I had DJ look it up, and when he wasn't critical of it, when I when I had him Google it, uh, I was like, okay, this is probably good. Because I believe DJ does use minoxidil. It's called Act Acre Cold Pressed Stem Cell Serum. And the before and afters looked pretty good. It's a newer product, but the before and afters look good. And all the reviews on Amazon were, like, very positive, even for, like, short-term use. And I have started using it. And even if it doesn't make my hair grow back... Um, I think maybe even just the placebo of it is already kicking in where I look at myself and my my attention isn't drawn to my hairline. Mm -hmm. It's more like, okay, 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 okay. We're figuring it out, right? So the placebo is there. Amazing, perfect, great. That's all we can ask for. But also, do you remember forever ago my mom got me that Diva Curl shampoo and conditioner? And yeah. then I learned very shortly after it makes people's hair fall out. Mm -hmm. I wonder if there's any connection there. But also, my hair felt amazing for the one week I used it. This stem cell serum makes it feel like that so it one it's going to help rejuvenate my hair and now also my hair is a lot softer so i think right now at least i'm going to be sticking with it keep me up to date on that we'll see how it goes i mean you you, you can also if you want a before photo here's my hair you know this is where we're at you know this is a good idea let's get a before photo Ooh, here. okay 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 i'm going to put down my microphone grayson okay i can i'm going to trust you can do this with one hand. I'm going to use both my hands to pull my hair back, okay? Okay, well, my camera isn't loading. Hurry. Well, look at this. Hurry, Grayson. You have this a new you have a new there phone. There it is. This is not a flattering angle. Grayson's not even talking. He's the one with a microphone in his hand. Listen. Talk. I got to I got to get this right. I got to do this right, JC. Let me get one more photo of the top there. Okay. 
We have our before photos. How'd that look? How'd that look, Grayson? A lot of forehead? Yeah, I feel like, if anything, they were the least flattering way we could have taken it because it was just it was all forehead there. That's for the best. Did you just get, like, a straight head-on profile? I tried to, but, like, it was all forehead there. Because of the receding hairline, you're saying? No, just because, I don't know, my camera was just choosing to focus exclusively on the forehead. Did you have a fishbowl lens on? I don't think so. Okay. I well. did. I tried to get, like, a, a head-on one. That is about the closest. Okay, okay, but that's a big-ass forehead. You know? I think it just focused on the forehead. Well, the the forehead ones, I'm telling you, I just I took it all forehead. Honestly, that one's not even as bad as the one you just showed me. Like the straight up forehead shot didn't look as recedy as just like the straight profile. Well, I think because it's not as recedy as you think it is, when you actually look at the hairline, I mm. think it's because your hair is curly and it stands up. Or maybe it's already working. Or maybe. Maybe? Maybe. Maybe these little baby hairs are growing in. Who's to say, Gray the Gray? Who's to say? Who's to say? But let me pull up our topic list one last time. Because is there anything else you, you've you been, uh, you know, wanting to talk about on the podcast? Anything that's been... Listen, I get a text from my dad today in the morning what? when I'm at work. Your dad who you hadn't seen in a year until this past couple weeks? Yeah, I get a text from him. I'm, I'm actually going to pull up the text so I don't misquote him because it was just ominous. We don't like misquoting on this podcast. No, okay? I, I try and keep it, I try to keep it on, on, the, on the level. Especially not misquoting Steven... He will get pissy. <laughs> he will. Um, the text I get from him, he says, you working today? Question mark. Call me after you get off, please. That sounds scary. That's a, that's a little scary. Yeah. And I this was like 8 a.m. Like I had just gotten into work. No, 10. Sorry. Okay. I just got into work. Um, and I'm like, darn, man, I have to think about this all day now. Someone's that's, probably oh my God, dead. That's, yeah, that's a shitty thing to do. I, someone's probably dead. You know? Can you not say, like, hey, can you call me on my break instead? Well, I thought about calling on a break, but, like, I got to make use of my break. So, you know, I'm okay, tired. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Busy. Um, but I even said to my one of my coworkers, it is either going to be someone in my family has died or it's going to be the most mundane thing imaginable. Mm, I thought it was someone died or he listened to the podcast. Um, I, yeah. He probably does and just chooses not to comment on it. Let's go. And, like, thanks for that. What If, if you're he... listening, Dad, thanks for just not bringing it up. I appreciate that. What if Mr. Rousher is Chris Hushy? That we should have reconsidered. I don't... He No. Who's more likely? Your father or Steven? Steven. Okay. Yeah. Okay, okay. Um, But, yeah, I get that text at like 10 a.m. And I, I even say to one of my coworkers throw that I'm like, listen, it's either someone's dead or it's going to be the most mundane thing ever. I finally call him after work. I get out to my car... This is before I drive off. So you had already texted me that you're on the way. So like I'm trying to rush this. I call him. Doesn't pick up. Great. Like he knows when I get off work. Yeah. I call him right away. Doesn't pick up. I'm like, I leave a message. I'm like, hey, so you wanted me to call? Just got off work. I'm out of my car. Uh I'll call you again when I get back home. I start driving. And he, he calls me while I'm driving. Okay. That's not unheard of. Well, the thing is, he knows now that I'm driving. I don't like to talk on the phone when I'm driving. Okay, okay. I'm, a, I'm, I'm, I've always been firmly against that. Fair enough. But um, it must be important enough because it's not like he left enough time where I could have gotten home. This is like just a few minutes later, like maybe uh-huh. two, three minutes later, and I'm driving back. I'm on the highway, and I'm like, "Hey, so what's up? Oh, could I get your social? I need to list you as a beneficiary on my 401k." I feel like that could have been a text. Could have been so many things. Instead of that the ominous email. text. Yeah. 
that I, I was stressing about no, all day. No, I was stressed too. But I mean, that's good. No one died. Yeah. Yet. 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 But yeah, they had me stressing all day. Also, he wanted my brother's social. My brother is there right now. He just doesn't know his own social. It happens. I have to have mine saved in my notes on my phone. You, you know, should, you should have that memorized. I have the last four memorized. You should just memorize it. I don't. I don't. I mean, I could if I really sat there. I have Brandy's phone number memorized. But you know how much I struggle with these things. You know, you were there. You witnessed it. That's true. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, that's unfortunate, Grayson. By the way, speaking of my very real girlfriend who does exist, one of the gifts I did get from Christmas or for Christmas from her was, well, it's a similar gift that you've gotten me in, in recent years. <gasps> she got me two new colognes, Grayson. <gasps> but these ones were like like expensive, like name brand ones, you know? Hey, mine was an expensive name brand one. I don't know what you're the talking about. The $30 Amazon one? <laughs> I don't think it was $30. I think it's like a, a You told me one. it was 30 I might have lied. <laughs> mm, okay, okay. Uh, but basically, yours is great. I really like the smell of it, right? The one that you've gotten me the past two years. The thing is, I only smell it or, like, think it lasts for about, like, an hour or two, right? Mm-hmm. And so I just kind of gone my life assuming, okay, that's just the nature of cologne. It lasts for a couple hours. These ones that Brandy have gotten me, they last, like, all fucking day. Like, I will just smell myself. Like, I could still – I put it on this morning around, like, 11 a.m. I still smell it. You know, Whoa. it's a little crazy, but, and also these two that she got me, they, the, the number one, like hint or whatever the fuck it's called, the tone. I don't know what the main ingredient thing is called. It's grapefruit Whoa. in both of them. Big deal. Big deal. So that's great news. You know, now I, I can smell like different place. You what? I've been replaced. This no, yours stuff. is still my day to day one, but these ones that are more for like, you know, existing in nicer environments it's devastating i hope it's acceptable it's or okay. you just got to step up your game get me more expensive deodorants sorry i mean yeah deodorant could work too that's where you can fill the gap now you can no, start I'll stick with deodorant. Oh, see okay. i'm okay with it being like your daily use one because that means that i can keep giving it to you mm-hmm, mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. this works out it makes sense it makes sense it's very useful it is quite useful and my only other note i have before we ride off into that beautiful sunset is that Grayson? I went to the Trail of Lights, the big light walk festival thing they have at Zilker Park every year. Okay, mm-hmm. are you familiar? I'm familiar. Okay, Brandy and I went for a second year in a row. Last year, what was notable about it is the very moment and event that set me forth on my kettle corn addiction, because it was where we had kettle corn for the first time as a couple, which was unfortunate, right? This year, no kettle corn purchased. No, Whoa. no. Instead, I got crepes or a crepe. I got a Mediterranean crepe from a crepe stand. Crepes are good. Huh? I love crepes. Crepes can be good. This one was not. Oh, no. But at least I only spent $16 on it. Um, So that was great. And when I got up to the register, I was like, hey, can I get the Mediterranean crepe with no cucumber? And the guy kind of like stared at me and was like, for those who can't see me, and that is everyone aside from you, Grayson, he was pointing at the menu. And I was like, oh, yeah, can I get the Mediterranean crepe? And I, like, pointed, and he was, like, like waving his hand in front of his face, like, a little confused. He was deaf, gray the gray, mute and deaf. And so he had me point at what I wanted instead. And then it was hard, especially hard, because I needed to make an alteration to the Mediterranean crepe because they didn't want cucumber on it. So I had to point at the cucumber. I was like, mm-mm, and, like, waved my finger no. 
and he was like, mm, mm-hmm, shook his head yes, and wrote no cucumber on the on the little boat that it was going to be served in, okay? And then the wait was atrocious. It was like a half-hour wait for the shit. Well, our whole crate. staff is disabled, it sounds like. Yes. All the There were four people taking no. orders. All of them were doing that. Um, You're and kidding. They were communicating the same way when they were calling out orders with, like, holding up the sign with the number on it. And there was no talking between the people in the truck making the food and the people taking orders. And then on the side of the truck, it said something like, I don't know, some pun about pointing. And so I think they hire exclusively deaf people, which is great. Good for them, you know? But, oh, also they made my order wrong. They did put cucumber on my no cucumber Mediterranean crepe. So I had to go back and I was like, and I pointed at a cucumber on my plate. And he was like, oh, he made like a really apologetic gesture. He was so nice about it. And then he handed it back to the truck. And then I was there and I needed to ask him how much time it was going to take. Because if you remember correctly, it was 30 minutes for this shit ass crepe. Okay. And so I, I did like the little like gesture at my wrist, like a watch, like asking about the time. And then he went back to the truck and told him to hurry it up. And my new crepe, guess what? It wasn't cold this time. It was out in two minutes and piping hot. Whoa. Still tasted like ass. Still cost $16. <laughs> but, you know, I got to support the local deaf community. And that's what we like here on Boy Oh Boy. Wow. Yo, wow. Also, we expected a call from Alohi, or at least I expected a call from Alohi. No call from Alohi. She's really engrossed in that movie. Apparently. Okay? Just, just give her some time. Give her some time. But Grayson, otherwise, anything else you'd like to talk about before we ride off into that beautiful, beautiful, gorgeous sunset dude it's dark out but okay well exactly the sunset so we gotta go catch it that's the whole point (laughs) is your sunset running yes you better go catch it wait